Welcome to Comp. Hello. Joining you from my new studio uh, that I built. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome. If you're listening, because we have video now. It's a new deal. So if you're one of those uh, creeps who likes to watch, then you get to, you get Comp on video again. You get me ranting. You get me raving. Uh, if you're listening the normal way, the old way, the, the same way, you you know, it still sounds better, doesn't it? It's not, I'm not in a closet anymore. Don't complain to me that, you, you know, you can go on, download the video if you want. Don't give me shit. Uh, I'm giving you new things. I have padding on the walls. Uh, you might, I think you can see, if you're watching the video, you can see, I'm pointing to it now. Uh, whatever, it's not important. I'm, I'm saying it's gotten professional, all right? A year ago, I was sitting in a closet while Lucy slept. And now I'm here, and I'm on video, and I have coronavirus. Probably. We all probably have it. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I'm going to address it right after bat, though. If you're watching on video, I haven't really decided what I'm going to do video-wise. Right now, I'm not looking at the camera. Now I am. Is this the angle we're going to have? I don't know. Is the background going to be like this? Probably not. It's a work in progress. I don't think the white background... Maybe it's nice. We'll see how it plays. Don't fucking jump down my throat right away. I have this great mic stand, which is like, you know, it's a, it's a scissor mic stand. So I was just shoving the mic right in my mouth so I can have my hands free to shake around. This is the allure of video. As you can see, my fat, stubby fingers, which have blood underneath. I'm scratching the psoriasis sore behind my calf. Which I, did I mention last? I, I don't know if I got to it last week, but when I went to Toronto, which I you know talked about last week in the podcast, uh, on the way there they had to swab my psoriasis. I had it wrapped like in an ace, some gauze and an ace bandage because it's a large patch. I think I did address this, but why not revisit it? And you know, the TSA uh, was afraid apparently that I was trying to hide something in my psoriasis patch. Should I put this on the video? Probably not. I don't think the thumbnail on YouTube should be my psoriasis sore on the back of my leg and going, you want to watch this or you want to watch you know, Ariana Grande? I don't know. I, I, I'm about to say suggestive thing. She's a suggestive person. She's, she's uh, I'm not that. I can't be able to go, oh, I'm a 15-year-old girl and watch me. Like She's not 15, but that's her angle and good for her. But, you know. I don't know if, like, I should, though, you know, I'm not trying to compete with Ariana Grande, but I don't know if the move is to go full-on psoriasis wound on the thumbnail is my point. Like, I should give you, I should meet you, I don't even know if that's meeting you halfway, not showing you my wounds. Is that is that halfway nowadays? For me, it is. That's why I have a problem with society and, and, and fitting in, I guess, because to me, meeting you halfway is not immediately upon meeting you, showing you the bloody scab on the back of my calf. But uh, look, that's what you signed up for. That's why you're here. If you're new to this, welcome. Uh, hope that didn't scare you away. But if it did, maybe it's not for you. It's not all wound, all right? It's not all about, you know, the ailments I have with my body. Uh, you know, I, I don't gush for an hour about how I take antacid all the time. I don't always take antacid. And, uh... My, is it a pancreas, the gallbladder, I think, is what makes whatever you would not need to take antacid for. You're eating a tomato, a tomato sauce, 
and uh, when you're young, it's fine, and you're this is great chicken parmesan and franchise and all this Italian stuff, and eating red onions, and no, doesn't bother you at all. And if I eat up, if I drink a cup of coffee in the morning, I need to take an antacid. So I think my gallbladder is dying. Uh, it's it's just you know failing, much like my parents did. My parents. They got their gallbladders removed, or at least one of them did. I don't know. They have a bunch of stuff that, you know, ailment-wise. And uh, I'm sure as I enter, you know, middle age, I'm going to die. Uh, much like, I don't know. I, I, I used to say I don't want to end up like them. But I think more likely is that I will just die in middle. Like, probably as their bodies, like some people, look, you can be a runner. You can be a fucking, you need brand. Uh, and just do the right thing and exercise. And your your forties and fifties can be a nice, you know, you're maturing, you're accumulating some wealth finally. Uh, maybe you're a doctor or a lawyer, but you're living in a nice, you know, in a Massapequa, or, or or even better, but you know, uh, some kind of you know, a nice maybe a great neck. You're coming into your own. You're coming into your money, and uh, and and you live responsibly and you're, and you're not in your and, and there's not things falling off your body which is not the case like my i don't want to you know point the lens at them but i think they, their bodies decay more than some people's you know which i used to go i want to take better care of myself and my goal was to you know maybe be one of those people who I'll jog. I did jog for a while. I bring it up a lot, but for a year, I ran like five miles a day. I got into it hard and fast, and I was good. And uh, I should go back to it. We'll put a pin in that, though. So my point is, um, my par- what's the goal now? I'm, I'm becoming more, I don't know, uh, realistic in my goals, I guess, because uh, the goal now is just to live into a state of decay because I feel like I'm just going to have a hard out at, in my 40s. Uh, it sounds terrible when I say it like that. Uh, don't worry. It's not going to be a drug overdose or um, some kind of tragic suicide. It's just going to be, you know, and you're going to see it coming. It's not going to be like, oh, he was fat, but we didn't know he was going to have a heart attack. No, it's going to be like things falling off me, like my skin just peeling. And I'm, I just don't stop drinking Diet Coke. I, like, I won't even scale back. I keep telling Lucy that I'm going to scale back the Diet Coke uh, from two, two liters a day to one. And I, I won't do that. And I'll be just things falling off, uh, my, pus coming out of my eye. And I'm going... Uh, you know, I'll stop. Like I, I won't, I won't stop. I, I, she gets mad when we go to the corner store on the way home from work because you know I I, I buy a couple of two liters every night. And I'm not saying I'm gonna drink those that night. I'm just saying, but like keep them in the fridge. Why not? And she's like, you have multiple two liters in the fridge. And in fairness to me, those have been opened. Um, which you, my weight. Look, this is gonna sound wasteful. I don't know, but the point is. There's nothing better than a freshly opened two-liter bottle of Diet Coke that's been in the fridge. That's as good as my life gets. And Lucy, my girlfriend, does not understand that. She's not, I mean, I love her. She gets she she accepts a lot about me. She takes me as I am. And, you know, she doesn't threaten to leave me because of it, but she definitely doesn't seem to really get the rush that I get. She doesn't understand the rush I get when I just crack open 
a two-liter bottle of Diet Coke. I mean, look, you probably know. you Because people out there don't drink multiple two liters of Two liters of like uh, you know, or regular Coke, whatever you drink a day. You have soda, and you probably will have a glass uh, at a party or whatever. Maybe you felt sick, or maybe you just drink it. But you don't go through it the way I do. So I'm sure you are more likely to have just like a bottle that's gone flat. You leave it for a couple of weeks, you come back to it. It's not as good. You get that. It's just flatter. It doesn't taste as good. For me, that's like an hour. Half an hour. Like, I need the fresh bubbles. You know, Tim is always saying, he, like he's mad. if I accidentally give him a seltzer water instead of a water, he'll get mad at me because he, he never drinks carbonated water. He hates it. And, like, I, I can't relate because I can't drink regular water. I know that seems like a, that's something your body should crave. This is part of the problem. Like, am I to blame? Fun, you know, ultimately, yeah. But, like, my body, I mean, people are alcoholics and they have it at birth. They're prone to it. They're, they're, if you, if you like, it's the kind of thing where if you have a drink, if I have a drink, I'm fine. Maybe a few more. Maybe I won't. I'm fine. But some people, when they fucking get that 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 uh, that drink in them, that first sip, it's just a switch goes off, and they're they're off to the races, and they've never felt as good as that first sip. Like you're always chasing that first sip, which I can't relate with alcohol per se, but I get it. I get it with the Diet Coke. And on the inverse, I don't get it with water is the point. I don't want water. I think it's disgusting. I don't know why anyone would want a flat liquid. Uh, I mean, even orange juice has pulp, unless you're buying like just the most basic white bread orange juice out there. Orange juice has pulp. Why can't water have pulp at least? Or just little bits of, I mean, I'll take chunks of fluoride just put chunks of like you know uh, asbestos or uh what's the more cardboard i'll put cardboard in my in my water i need some kind of texture i, I can't relate to people who want this fucking silky liquid going down with no bubbles i don't understand it i need bubbles i need to feel alive i need that rush i don't have much going on physically in my life uh, I, I don't run anymore. Uh, I'm not particularly active. I'm kind of a sloth, maybe a slob. Uh, combine those, a slopped, uh, whatever. The point is, I need bubbles in my throat just to get some, to feel alive. And that's why I need a fresh two liter of Diet Coke. And don't tell me, look, and the, that's, is that fucked up? Is that wrong? Sure. Am I going to die from that? Probably. But the point is, that's how God made me. That's how our Lord Jesus Christ designed me. Are you going to argue with the Lord Jesus Christ? I don't think so. I'm going to enjoy a sip here. Can you see it? See, I, I poured it into a glass. Usually, I drink it straight from a two-liter bottle. See, you can't see. If you're, if you're not watching on the video, I have a nice glass mug uh, with a straw coming out because everything's professional now. I'm trying to scale things up here, and uh, I can't have it. You know, I mean... If Diet Coke wants to provide me uh, or some other cola company, we'll feel it out. Maybe SodaStream. I know SodaStream gets a bad rap. We talked about it last year when me and Lucy got a SodaStream that people, it's run by Israel and Israel hurts people. We know what Israel does. I mean, you know, Bernie Sanders caught some flack for, uh, excuse me, talking about it. Ugh, those bubbles, those bubbles. Honestly, though, 
I'll be honest with you. I needed it out of the two liter. It's that funnel effect. I just drink a sip out of a straw in this glass mug, and it's classy, and it's nice, and it's, it's a new comp. It's a new comp, but I need... It's the pressure of all... Like, could you turn it upside down? It's a, it's a tsunami effect of... Um, it's not just... That it's almost like you're drowning in Diet Coke, and that's what I like about it. It's the feeling that you're about to die, possibly, or just that you want to. Um, and I need that. I mean, I need that pressure. I didn't realize it until now. I'll take a sip just to keep me active. Enjoy. How do people do this on solo? Po- they just not drink Diet Coke during a podcast? Can you hear this? Ah, silky smooth. You couldn't even hear that, I think, which is. Excuse me, hear that burp, baby. But the point is, I want you. I, if you, if I was drinking a two liter of diet coke, one handed, like a man, like a fucking a gender normative man. I'm sorry to be gender normative, but that, you know, I don't think you know women or gender non-binary people would necessarily drink diet coke the way I do. Doesn't make it right or wrong, and I could be wrong about that. I mean, whatever. Who cares? This is me. I should be my own gender. I probably could be. Why am I fighting? I mean, I don't fight the gender non-binary thing. I defend it usually. Um, but why am I embrace it more? Because comp should be a gender, perhaps, or maybe not. I mean, I keep I forget sometimes that it is my last name, and there are other comps out there. Um, but you know, I should be a gender. We should, you know, Ray Comp should be a, even that is my father. Whatever. Point is. Um, one day, like, you know, someone's going to be looking up, like, my dad, you know, find me. I wonder if I've cost him business uh, in his business life. I don't want to talk about what he does, but, uh, you know, I wonder if uh, people, let's just say he was a, a mortician, which is weird. That, that's too close to, to my world. What, what would he be? He'd be, let's say he was a dentist. If you were going for a dent, if you, like, were looking for Ray Kump the dentist, which he's not, so you know, don't worry about it. But let's just say he was, and you had to get a root canal, and you, <laughs> excuse me, and you found me, this fat maniac, just talking about how his teeth are rotting out of his mouth uh, on a constant basis, spending thousands of dollars that he doesn't even have, just going into debt because he can't stop drinking Diet Coke, uh, and you know, getting. Implants. I mean, is the, am I disgusting or would that sell? I mean, maybe that would help a dentist. We keep thinking in these old, like, oh, we got to buy products from hot people, hot actors and hot actresses. And we have to, you got to be hot. You got, you know, we, we want, we want some fucking George Clooney type to sell us dental implants. But I think it's a, I don't know, because honestly, I don't want to see me on TV, but I feel like it'd be comforting for other people. I don't live in a state of comfort, you know? As a way, I can't be the gut gauge, because I don't buy things I see on TV, unless it's candy, um, which I probably, you know, or cereal, which, no, I don't buy cereal anymore. But I did. I used to yell at my mother in the supermarket when I was a child that I wanted Kaboom. But to be fair, I don't think they sold Kaboom on commercials. I think it, I, it, it was a circus-themed breakfast cereal with marshmallows. I remember having... I can still almost taste it in my mouth. And my teeth are hurting, actually. I'm not even kidding. I'm trying to think of Kaboom, and I'm getting that cold feeling like of a chalkboard effect in my teeth. That's how... Oh, I, Oh, God, it's visceral how much sugar is in Kaboom. 
Um, they still make it. I don't know if it's the same formula. I mean, probably not. Like, what are they going to do? They change up the formula on rat poison? No, probably not. So, why kaboom? Uh, so, if you find kaboom, I know I did see uh, some years later, um, but that was also years ago. I mean, you know, there should be. I mean, I should really get sponsored by them. But the point is, what was the point? We were doing pretty well with me not, you know, forgetting the, the thread. But uh, but that's going to happen still. Um, the point is, would that help? Would you would seeing me comfort you? in a retail sense like oh this fat maniac i'm not that bad like i you know i just eat some hoagies a couple of times a week and like my teeth are bad but like seeing me which is like showing you my oh i'm gonna go wound in my mouth and like would that be helpful perhaps um dentist i cost my dad a lot of money probably i mean i can't imagine well who's looking, who's googling people anyway now like we were past the age of google in the sense of like you, I'm a Google. Like I use Zocdoc. This is an un. This sounds like something that should be a sponsorship, but it's not. I but you know I'm lazy and I'm weird and I can't even be bothered to like Google doctors and research who they are and like read reviews. I need an app. I don't know why. App, why are apps easier? I don't know, but I need an app where I can just scan my insurance card from work, and now it has my insurance. And then I go, I need a, a, a scab doctor. I need a dentist. And it just points me to doctors near me. It knows my location. That's, excuse me, where we're at. Where we can't even be bothered to, like, type in dentist in Brooklyn or wherever you live. Dentist in Dubuque, Iowa. Is that a place? Who cares? Uh, people in Dubuque probably do. And welcome. But... I can't. I, I I I can't be sifting through pages. I need to have like I just point me there. Tell me it's good. I mean the, the star. I need star ratings. I mean people complain about social engineering in China. The social you get like a rank. The social ranking. And yeah, I mean look, I'm a libertarian at heart or whatever. Uh, I mean it's a dirty word. People really hate hearing libertarian. Um, I think it, at its core, it's nice. I mean. But we're there. We'll, we can get into that in a, later or another time. There's plenty of time to talk about the failed uh, idealism of libertarianism. But the point is, I like liberty. I like freedom. I like the idea of it. But I also like the idea of not having to, like, talk to someone ever. Um, I don't like people a lot. I mean, or maybe I just work in a weird place. I don't know. I don't. I, most people I don't want to meet. I walk down the street. I don't want to, like engage and learn your story i don't want to listen to your podcast um typically um because that's what life is it's just a series of podcasts that you don't listen to but in china I, I don't know how it works over there but they have this thing where you like you're ranked by what you do and don't do and say and don't say and some of that seems nice to me it'd be like oh like this guy is gonna talk to me about um the bachelor or you know, fast food. I mean, it's one thing to rant about how fast food has rotted your... Like, if that was going to be the conversation, great. I mean, that's that's what I need. I want someone telling me how they have this weird feeling in their gut all the time and actually feels better at first when they eat a triple cheeseburger thing from, you know, In-N-Out or wherever, Wendy's... Um, 
what's that one that, that is supposed to be good? There's that uh, Whataburger. I haven't had it. I don't know where they have them. They don't think they have them in New York. But their triple burger looks phenomenal. Um, and, like, I could see getting into a pattern where, like, you actually f- you ultimately feel worse. But at first you feel better because your body is, like, probably building up enough acid in your gut to, like, compensate for it and like and it's just used to doing that so when it's not there you feel like a turd and uh if that was the conversation about fast food i'm in but so much of the time it's just relatively thin people but still kind of gross talking actually talking out well do you like wendy's or taco bell or fucking you know oh the in and out burger or the chicken sandwich at popeyes i mean we covered this back when the chicken sandwich wars were rife and and, and hot. It was a hot war. But, uh, you know, the chicken sandwich at Popeye's is good. It's a very good sandwich. Who gives a shit? Like, go to a diner and get a fucking fried chicken sandwich. On Long Island, at least. If it's harder to get, you know, in, in Brooklyn and in Manhattan, a nice chicken cutlet sandwich. I'm not saying it's impossible. But they have just a different type of... Chicken, like a burger, like a fried chicken cut. It's not, I, mean, I don't need to hear some fucking loser guy who is making more money and is better looking and has a better body than me telling me about which, you know, the fried chicken at, at fucking Shake Shack. Go read about, you know, like poison gas clouds in, 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 in the Sudan that, you know, come from chemical weapons that were, were, were just, you know, letting expire. Um, is that true? I I just made that up. Um, I'm sure it does happen, though. That's the thing. It's like we're living in a time where you could literally just wing it if you were describing, if you were like running an NGO or, or a fucking like nonprofit, and you were like, "Well, what's your nonprofit?" Well, you know, the we take uh, the batteries from uh, pacemakers. Um, there's millions of pounds of batteries of pacemakers, and they're all. Um, in Peru, and just you know, and and, and they crush, they, they mass together with seaweed in the ocean, and then they roll onto you know, like a tsunami. It's a battery tsunami that rolls onto the shore and crushes children. And you, I'm making this up, and it's probably true. I mean, maybe it's in you know, uh, Chile instead of Peru, or you get a few details wrong, but like anything you, it's like Inception. We're living in the inception of horror, where like any horror you could imagine, it just immediately oh no, it's manifested. Someone's already done it. You're like you're like I'm a hack for even like if you bring up like oh asbestos, which I mentioned before, you're a hack. That's that's 2001. That's why the twin towers got taken down. We're not worried about asbestos anymore. We dealt with the twin towers. If you're not following, there's a Part of the theory of 9-11 is that, you know, the asbestos abatement cost, which would be like the removal, because they use asbestos. I didn't used to know what it was, so if you don't know, I'll just inform you probably incorrectly. But basically, asbestos is like, it's a spray insulation. So you can, they will just spray it out of like a hose, and it's really efficient, and it would just keep, I guess, fucking hot air in or out, who gives a shit. And it gives you cancer, whatever. And to remove it, I think it was going to cost them a couple billion dollars because they're huge towers and, it's, you know, whatever. So that's why they brought down the tower. It's one part of it. I mean, who knows why? Like, you can't even commit anymore. You, like, you don't know why they did it. You just know they probably did. 
there's a plurality of reasons. There's a plurality of uh, duplicitous motivations. So, why do we get 9 11 again? Asbestos, horror, that's it. It was an inception of horror. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can just imagine it. So, um, we'll just jump. I don't know if I finished that thread, but case in point, we have coronavirus and everyone is losing their minds about coronavirus which you're all being kind of pussies about it. i mean honestly just shut the fuck up about coronavirus yeah you might die from it i'm not saying you won't die from it what are you doing it's so great first of all are you gonna cure cancer if you don't die from coronavirus and maybe maybe, you know, maybe we should make a priority line for people who are gonna cure cancer or make a really good hip hop album, or are gonna like you know make a four level cheeseburger or something you know some maybe someone's gonna cure my scabs. You didn't even hear it? That was me drinking Diet Coke again. Mm. So I need you to hear something so you know you know it's not just stopped. I got I got to bring a two liter in here, but yeah, it's the flu. People die from the flu. Is it more lethal? Lethal than the flu? I guess. I mean, I'm not even sure. I mean, I think a lot more people get the flu, which might not be the case in a year. Uh, it'd be so fucking funny if in a year, like, half the population of the world is dead. And there's just still this video on YouTube of me going, yeah, yeah, pussies. <laughs> it won't happen. Uh, and good. I mean, I don't want everyone to die. But it would be funny. I mean, I, that would be hilarious if I was just like, if I was just strung up, like just showing this in court. Because like, you know, half the world, uh, it's like Avengers with an endgame, the second, the latest Avengers, after Thanos wipes everyone out, half the people out. You know, everything collapsed and they were, they were, all, they were ready to fucking go. They're like, they're, they're not going to have, I mean, honestly, things stayed together more than they should have. Because in the real world, if half the population died from, what's this called? Coronavirus. Yeah, I'd be in a kangaroo court. If I, you know, for this video, they, they would literally just have me, it'd be like fucking the, 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 what do they call it? Was the, the reign of terror in the French revolution. And, uh, should be looking again. If you're watching on YouTube, sorry to people who aren't, if you're watching on YouTube, I, I sent most of this video so far, not looking at the lens and we're going to see how that looks. I mean, I, I have a little screen. I can't, I don't, you know, so I can't tell. So I'm sorry. It's disorienting, but I don't like it's creepy. It'd be really, if I have to look at a lens all the time, we're going to have to rethink this angle. Because I, I can't be... I mean, it's, it's like talking to a fucking... I mean, I'm a photographer by trade, or I was for many years. And, uh, and not just with dead people. I mean, I also did weddings and bar mitzvahs. We talked about this. And the fact is, it's creepy and disorienting to have to stare into a lens. Which I'll do if I have to. I'll do... Look, if I'm going to do that, I might as well be jerking off and making real money. Would people pay to watch me jerk off? I hope so, because I'm going to. Not in this video. Uh, coronavirus. I mean, here's the deal. You might die. You, but it's probably old people and children and babies. You know, if you have a baby, be careful, because, you know, I guess their immune systems suck. Uh, maybe don't play in the dirt so much. Maybe don't eat food that was in your ass, which our babies do. I guess babies don't. Asses are probably pretty tight. Oh God, I'm just saying, like you know, but they're not, like my ass is not the tightest ass, is what I'm saying. Like I, I'm, I'm a man, not middle aged, but you know, I'm I'm closer to that than I am to a baby. 
And, uh, you know, I'm just saying, like, over time, you know, I'm so I'm saying maybe a baby, but that's the only reason a baby wouldn't shove food in his ass, is all I'm saying. Like, the fact is, like, you've seen what they do when, when they think no one's looking, they're just sh- putting their hands everywhere, they smell like garbage, and then, like, yeah, if, if, if the, the, their fucking, you know, seal was broken on their, on their orifices, they'd be shoving, I, I guarantee you, they'd shove a french fry up there and then eat it. And it's disgusting. Like, the only reason they can is probably because, like, thank God, you know, that, you know, your ass doesn't really loosen up until your mid- late twenties, um, unless you're doing, other, you know, well, if, if it does earlier, God bless. If it's your, if it's your own choice. If it's not, I'm sorry. But the point is, babies, because you would think your immune system is fresh and like they don't, you know, and I guess they haven't accumulated the antibodies. Maybe that's more important, and not the fact. But they would, they would shove food in their ass and eat it if they could. And I, I don't, I don't trust babies. I feel like you know. I mean, look, they're just filthy. filthy. I mean, because I remember as a kid how infrequently I wanted to wash my hands and how unparanoid I was. I mean, now if I scratch my ass through my pants, I wash my hands before I eat anything. Like, I'm like, yeah, and you're probably saying, good, I would too. Yeah, we're in the same boat. But I'm just saying, like, my ass is not permeating you know, my shit. I mean, my ass doesn't have shit in it, which permeates through, you know, my dickies work pants. But I still... If I scratch my, on my behind, I'm not talking my asshole, just my cheeks. I, that's the kind of paranoia you need to fight coronavirus. You can't have children just eating French fries that are in their own shitholes. All right. I mean, so I'm sorry if they, you know, croak. I don't know how to help them. I mean, if I can do anything, let me know. But my point is, I don't want to hear people in their 20s and 30s and 40s complaining about this virus, whining about it, wearing some mask. Like, what is that mask going to do? Like, that doesn't do anything. I mean, someone can can comment and tell me why I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure a generic mask... I mean, I look, I mean, why are all these... Are they Asian in general? Are they mostly Chinese? But for years they were wearing... I think that's for smog, wasn't it? You see them wearing those masks when they travel. A lot of Asian people in general, uh, way before this, and I, I, but I feel like that was smog or just general, like you know, maybe the cold. But like, I don't think those things. Because I worked in the morgue and we had masks that were much, they're like more like surgical masks, I guess, or, or even tighter. They were the ones you would see, like they'd kind of go like a cup straight around your mouth and nose, and those things were kind of useless in a lot of ways. Um, the 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 crime lab, which was like. They had a much bigger budget because they were affiliated. I don't know. I think they, they weren't connected. They weren't owned by the cops, but you know they were connected to them. And you know, look, it's law and order in America. We love it apparently. So they got the bigger budget. Uh, they had the better toys and stuff. So they had charcoal, like charcoal activated masks or something, which actually do work apparently. Apparently they do a real job. But ours, you know, I, I was exposed to tuberculosis twice. Uh, and it takes Cipro, which was like a heavy dose of Cipro, which was uh. It's a pretty pretty heavy duty antibiotic. Um, wipes your gut and, and uh, flora and fauna out, uh, and you just get gassy as shit. Um, but it's better than getting tuberculosis. Like a couple of kids had had tuberculosis in their lungs; they didn't know until they cut them open. Uh, and then the doctor was like, "Well, you know, technically you're exposed. You, we can get your Cipro if you want." And I'm like, "Well, what do you think, doctor?" And like. Well, I really can't tell. I'm like, you know what, tell you what to do. It's up to you. Like, why is it up to me? I didn't, you know, finish, you know, paralegal school. And you 
or doctor. Like these were actual doctors, but you know, whatever. I digress. I guess you know, doctors don't want to give you advice unless you're paying them. They really don't. And it's a liability thing, or just fuck you, fatty. Just because we're coworkers doesn't mean you get to fucking. Because it wasn't like yeah, I, I understand that party. If I said, hey, doctor, should I take Cipro while they're like you know, talking to, I don't know. Winston Churchill, or no, he's not he's not alive. Who's the other guy I'm thinking of? Uh, Kissinger. I don't know why I'm at a party with a doctor and Henry Kissinger, who's also some kind of doctor. But uh, but there I am, and I said, hey, uh, I'm worried about you know dying, but also the the the, the farts and the and like, I'm trying to talk to this war criminal about pate. He's got a good pate recipe that his wife makes, and you're talking to me about Cipro, you fat fuck. I get it, but uh. The point is, I was exposed, and uh, those masks didn't do anything. And they, and they seem way, way more effective than the ones I see people wearing. So I don't know what you're doing. It's just, I don't like, sec- like what do you call them? I don't know. The, 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 it's like these fake security blankets that we all, even people who aren't as cynical as me, and people who like this show, but like regular people, if they thought about it for a second, would realize this is probably wrong. They're probably assuming, like, their first instinct is like, oh, that wouldn't work. But they see people doing it, and they accept. Like, I can't buy into that. I need to be convinced by a loud yelling man who's talking about reptiles and, like, you know, ancient bloodlines, you know, taking like that. I need that kind of level of like theatrics to buy into something that doesn't make sense because I can't like just take Chuck Scarborough's fucking word for it. that I should wear a fucking a paper mask on an airplane. And that's going to save my life from a virus. I just, Mr. G was he, he, I don't know if you get in these references. These are, Channel 11 or Channel 7 in New York growing up, WPIX. These were like the local, you know, TV, the newsmen back when I, you know, I haven't watched, got, I mean, I haven't watched network news in forever, but let alone like local network news. Ooh, that stuff is, that stuff is heavy. I, I should, I should really do like a simulcast sometimes because th- those guys are real, real warriors. They'll just tell you anything. They don't give a fuck. They'll just, I mean, you're not going to see who's that guy, Don Lemon. I don't think, he, I mean, he would, but like, he doesn't have to like tell you about how to like not get like the flu on the subway. But like Chuck Scarborough would just be like, look, you buy a paper mask, make sure the CDC told you to. And like, he knows you're going to die. He doesn't care. It's a real mercenary life being a local TV newsman, even in New York, where their, their local TV news is still like, you know, bigger budget than many other places. Lovely Diet Coke. But point is, it's not going to help you. And who cares? Like, it's not that lethal. I mean, 2% of people are dying from it right now. And that's the, the, the beginning of this thing. Now, look, some virolo- vir- virologist, is that how you say it, might tell, you know, come on and go, well, you know, actually gets worse as you go along. I don't think so. I think the more we get used to it and the more, you know, the doctors understand it, we get some vaccines, we get some treatment, people... You know, maybe the mortality rate goes down. Even if it doesn't, 2%. I mean, it's a pandemic. All right. If you die, you die. I don't really tell. I mean, there's nothing we can... This is not global warming. We can't... We can't do anything about this. This is, this is like trying to stop a meteorite. I mean, even now you could throw a nuke at. Can we stop this? No. Like, there's really nothing we can... We, you have to... 
I mean, it's already too late. But you would have had to have, like, you can't blame the CDC. You can't blame even Trump. I mean, is Trump... Trump is going out there telling people in warm weather this will subside. Because, you know, it'll be, like, after the flu season. Which, there's a certain dumb logic to it, which I understand what he's saying. And my instinct is, like, there might be some truth to it. And the CDC is saying there's no, you know, you shouldn't take that. But even by her, the ref- your refutation was something like, well, you, you, he's overstating it or like, you can't, whatever. I, I, I'm i saying it's probably some truth to it because you know, it doesn't make him right. It's just like, yeah, probably. Maybe we got lucky. Uh, doesn't mean, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe it's complete bullshit. But the point is, that's dumb. And is it hurting anything to say that? I don't know, because what could you do? Like, what could be done? How are we going to stop the spread of a virus like this, which lives... It's like swine flu, apparently, last I heard, which is, you know, a few days ago. But I was reading this article, and it's apparently very much like swine, ah, swine flu. Excuse me, swine flu. But the major difference, I understand, is that it will live outside the body for much longer, which makes... Like, that's why, look, AIDS... Very lethal, not as much as it used to be. And I think you can now with PrEP, you can live. So I don't want to stigmatize AIDS and HIV. But, you know, I'm saying when it was spreading, it was, you know, terrible to get. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to spread, you know, because once you're fucking or, you know, trading needles and stuff, because it won't live. I think it won't live outside the body barely at all. I think, you know, I could be wrong, but I think if it's exposed to air, you know, it dies pretty quickly. Uh, And it's a lot of it. Even Ebola. When they talk about it, I mean, you also die quickly Ebola, so it's harder to like you know move around. This is not a high mortality rate, and um, so you're not dying right away. Like, I mean, Ebola might actually last shorter. You know, it might die quicker outside the body too. But you also like, you know, you're not. You're, and also, if people in New York got Ebola, it might be a different problem. I think. I think, I think most of the outbreaks have been in Africa, if not all, and. Uh, you know, in, in less dense areas, and they're dying quickly. Um, so, like, the spread... Like, I'm saying, these are... Ran- like this, this is not a judgment call, either. It's just a matter of, like, this is kind of the random casino of viruses and diseases and bacteria. I mean, I don't know the... the, the I, maybe when we start having, you know, people... Uh, or the Patreon episodes, I'll have pe- guests on. You know, I'm... <laughs> I was about to say, I'll have a virologist on. I'll have some fucking doctor on. Like, maybe I'll have an, like a comic or, like, Russ Baker, maybe. I, maybe I can't. Look, perhaps I could get a virologist. I don't want to sell myself short. But I think it would be funny to have a virologist in the studio with me. And I'm just drinking my Diet Coke. And he's just like, why would he come? I'm not going to pay him. I guess I shouldn't just yell that. I mean, like, typically don't pay guests, I don't think. But, like, there's no reason to, like... Here's my guest. He's a doctor, and I'm not paying him. I'm a cheap fuck, and he's worth nothing. He shouldn't advertise the fact that you don't pay people. Um, it's just a bad look, I guess. But my point is, um, it's a casino, and we've gotten pretty lucky in the past century. I mean, the Spanish flu thing, and, and, and the in, just influenza in general, and it was, I think it was called Spanish flu in the 20s. Uh, Wiped a lot of people out. Smallpox wiped a lot of people out. I mean, I mean, Native Americans were decimated. Not, uh, I mean, look, we, we did horrible things, you know, as America to the Native Americans, actively and and with full awareness. But that being said, I think most of the people by far who died was just because of our viruses. And like, 
and for a certain point, but you look, smallpox blankets were a thing, but like, you know, I think, I don't think at first, look, we would have, if we didn't do it on, accidentally, we would have done it on purpose. So I'm not excusing anything. But the fact is that, you know, viruses and diseases have the potential to wipe out, every, you know, this is, this is we, we do for this, and I'm honestly relieved this is, you know, as, as mild as it is, because, you know, this could have been, uh, something with a twenty percent, you know, goddamn mortality rate of thirty. I mean, wipe out half the people, um, and it's just two percent. It's mostly old people and children, uh, which is a weird thing. It's like you know, if you said like mostly elderly and some like you know late middle age, okay. But it's like, well, it'll be old people and infants. I mean, you couldn't have two different polar opposite things. <laughs> like it's like one thing is like, well, you lived a good life and. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, you can't even say it. it's, it's the most awful thing. Cause like, yeah, the baby is not aware. So like the baby's not like sitting there going, I mean, they feel pain, I think. Right. No, babies feel pain. I'm not, not going to test the hypothesis, but babies feel pain. But, the, but, you know, they're not sitting there worried about dying. I don't think So if they die. I don't want to say if a baby dies, they die. That sounds terrible. But my point is. But the but the parents. I mean, it's just the worst thing you could possibly imagine. You know, your, your infant dies of some dumb flu, and but yeah, old people. I mean, look, whatever. I mean, old people die from like regular flu and fucking what's the infants. But the point is, like, they die from like the cold. Not all old. It's funny the people in the James Bakers of the world uh, seem to live forever, and by forever I mean into the nineties. They don't seem. They don't seem to. They don't seem to drop off at seventy. Um, it's just. Is it? Is it? Is it the uh, the stuff they do? The blood sacrifices and the children, or is it just not drinking diet coke and things of that nature? I mean, I gotta imagine it's a lot to do with not drinking diet coke. I don't know. I'm not on heroin, so that's a plus. I'm not on heroin, so I mean, I should stop drinking diet coke, but I'm, you know. I'm not going to start heroin, so that's meeting halfway, I guess. Whatever. Point back to flu. So it's going to spread. There's nothing you can do about it, and, like, what do you want people to do? I mean, there's nothing to be done. Uh, use more Purell, I guess. Uh, you know, make a vaccine. See if that works. You know, but just live your life with more vigor and visto. Is that visto? What? Gusto. I meant fucking visto. Um... I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, do you want to live your life with more, with more gusto? Do you want to fucking grab the, the bull by the horns? Because most creative endeavors, or even just following your dreams, starting a business, doing it, you know, learning to dance, or learning a language, takes a lot of effort. It's painful uh, on some level. I mean, you know, it's not physically, but it, it's, it's uncomfortable. And uh, changing is one of the most uncomfortable things you can do. It's like, you know, that's why a lot of people don't, you know, pursue things. If you're driven insanely to pursue things, it's a lot more comfortable just to go home and watch The Office on Netflix. So if we're facing mortality, maybe the best advice is just to go watch Netflix. And if that's what you like, enjoy it. Because I don't know if you can... Look, if there's, a, if there's, no, if there's no afterlife, then you're not going to look back and go, oh, I wish I... I mean, maybe at the last minute, you're going to have this moment where you go, I wish I tried to do stand-up comedy and I didn't have the guts to try. And yeah, maybe for a minute. And 
hopefully you realize how dumb that sounds because, you know, it's a fake thing. But um, I'm well, you, you, you're going to go fucking hang out with a bunch of rich kids in Brooklyn and pretend to not come from, you know, uber wealth and then talk about whatever. Point is, I, I should have tried to be a doctor. Something more solid. And uh, yeah, for a minute. For a minute, it lasts, and then you die, and whatever. There's nothing, so you're fine. But uh, that's if there's no afterlife. If there is an afterlife, you think you're gonna be in heaven, wishing that you fucking, you know, oh, I should have fucking learned to do jigsaw puzzles better, or I should have learned to play the piano while you're experiencing eternal bliss. And if you're in hell, I think you're more worried about what's being crammed inside you while your fucking eyes are being melted. Uh, then, you know, oh, I really wish I learned the piano. And also, this knife in my ass is really starting to sting. It's, 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 a, little, it's a little much, this knife that's shoved right into my ass. But uh, I really wish I learned to do chopsticks. Dum, 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 da, 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 you know that song? I wish I could play that on the piano, but also not have a large mace in my anus. A mace is that ball with the, the spikes on it from the Middle Ages. I feel like that might be shoved inside you. Whatever hell is. Or maybe, you know, yeah, hell is just Netflix. You're scrolling that fucking home screen just looking for anything that isn't the office. And it's like, you know, what's the point? Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, I, but what, what's, what's the game? What, you, you're going to have a kid or not have a kid? It does, nothing matters. Everything's fucked. We're going to die of global warming anyway, probably, because the odds of us actually even burning gets in or whatever. What are we gonna do? We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna fix it now? No, it's 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 probably. Done. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a pessimist. Let's try to you know fix it. Cause look, it's if you threw a fucking party in high school when your parents went away, and you came home, they came home, and, you, and, and but you knew they were coming home in like ten minutes. You woke up and uh, you hung over. You know, like, there's no way I could clean this now. It'd still be better if you were trying, if they found you cleaning it, right? Than if you were just, you know, laying there in your own filth playing Xbox. So, by the same logic, let's try to save the world as it falls apart. It's just a better way to go out. I mean, <laughs> it'd be kind of hilarious if the world, is the polar ice caps melted as we're just having. We just cranked up the heaters and and, 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 and just driving around Escalades and fucking Mustangs and we like just we, we we just burned down the Tesla factory and just accelerated it. That'd be kind of fun, but that's not the you know. I mean, I'd laugh at that, but uh, I think most people would agree it'd be better to you know try and fix it in the way out. But we're not going to probably. You know, look look at what we're doing. Look around you. I mean. Oh, if we only get Bernie in, if we only get Bernie, I mean, the fact that we crave a Messiah, the people who actually want, think it should get better, and don't give me this shit about like, oh, no, I wanted to get better, but I think people have personal freedom. Cool. Okay. I mean, I, if you think the answer is to just, you know, leave it be and laissez-faire at this point, I'm not saying it's not a valid theory for how to start a society. But I mean, at this point, if you're looking at that and going like, no, no, no. Just, just hands off. The problem is we're trying to help people too much. Hands off. Okay. I mean, that we'll agree to disagree. Uh, with Bernie, the reality is more like, you know, A, I mean, we, we're, we'll, we'll get into this more to the, in, in the Patreon episode maybe. Because I don't know if I talk about it yet. 
I'll, you know, we'll plug it in in a few minutes. But you know, there'll be a we're going to two a week now, so uh, we'll get into the whole Bernie and cost and all that. Uh, maybe on the Patreon, but like you know, and 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 the complexity of that argument. But the reality is, um, even if it wasn't the cost issue, it's just the fact that you know. We see. Oh, we need one guy. We, this is the guy. We have, have Obama too, and it'll happen after Bernie if he gets elected and doesn't do anything. And he, like, I, I, he has integrity. Look, he has integrity. I'm not saying he doesn't, but like, the odds of anything happening and changing anything. Come on, what are we? What are we, what are we five? We, you know, we we love a fucking Oliver Stone too. He loves a fucking Messiah. He if only if only JFK hadn't been assassinated, we'd still have Camelot. And we still, he, I know that that guy who was, was his name Vance, I think, who was uh, FDR's original vice president. I think I brought him up a few times here, mostly in the context of this documentary. Because Oliver Stone, as talented of a, of a crazy filmmaker as he is, is also just like, he loves the Messiah figure. So does, I feel like Michael Moore does too. Or It's just a general thing. There's no one, no one's really pitching like, Hey, what if we all just do our part slowly and methodically? It's all just like this guy will save it. But we'll get more into that another time. Um, the point is, we should try to fix it in a way out, but we're not going to. And um, I don't know. Wear a mask if you want. If you think it's going to help. If you think you know you can save yourself uh, from the flu. I, I mean, maybe shave all the hair off your body. That could help. I think hair picks things up. Why not go full, like, just um, alopecia? I don't know. But, like, shave your eyebrows, shave your beard, shave your head. Um, Stop having sex. Really, if you were that worried about getting sick, you would not be fucking. You would not have hair. Uh... You wouldn't really leave your house very much, so I don't want to hear anyone like uh, this hysteria about you know another flu. We're due; it's fine. Uh, just, just be a person. Just try to enjoy life, however you do. If you, if it's drugs, I, I think the consensus is to try to get off of them. Um, I'm not like an addict or whatever. I mean. I've de- people who are in recovery will tell you to get off them, and you know I'm not going to try and refute them. But I'm also not going to tell you what to do. Uh, that's not for me to do. Uh, no one wants my advice on how to get off. I can't even stop drinking Diet Coke. It's not even addictive physically. So um, I don't know. Just go run five miles a day. Figure out your life. Uh, but stop wearing the ma- masks. I don't know. I could be wrong. I mean, honestly, this this is gonna be used in a trial against me in one year's time because I was like, I don't know, I, I'll be the only because I'll be saying that like, oh, you were spreading misinformation, <laughs> like the mask would have helped, and like, and my only defense will be like, I don't have that many listeners, not that many people listen to me and uh, or take me seriously, um, but that won't matter because they'll be so that they will fall on deaf ears because so many people will have died. Um, contrary to what I just told you for the past hour, so many people have died that the, the, when they see the numbers that I have of my viewership, they go, oh, it's not that bad, actually. But they'll forget that a year earlier, you know, there's a lot more people on the earth. So, whatever. No one's crying for fat comp before he goes to the guillotine. I'll tell you that much. So, uh, yeah, so that, that'll do it for today. 
So it's a work in progress. If you're again, if you're if you're tuning in on the YouTube, uh, I'm going to review this video. I'm going to see how the angle looks. I feel more natural not looking in the lens, but we'll figure that out. And you know, whatever. And uh, if you're uh, so, this this will come out. It might come out today. On th I'm recording this on Thursday. We're gonna shift to Saturday though. Um, it, that was the day. Days got more fluid over the past year, but you know. We're gonna the, the schedule is it's become more regular. Um, I think I'll release it today. Just because we've been, I've been doing Thursdays the past few weeks, but just fair warning that the show will be transitioning back to Saturdays, and then I believe the Patreon episode will come out Monday. I'm not sure if Monday morning or Monday night, um, but that is the target. Um, I'm pretty sure that, that that seems to be the way to go. So yeah, so go to my Patreon. Uh, it'll be this week starting. Uh, and we'll have tiers. Um, we'll have like a the five dollar tier. You get this, you know, free uh, extra episode, Patreon episode every week. Um, and there might be some other tiers with some other cool uh, perks. Um, I'll figure that out shortly. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, but it'll, it'll be some cool stuff. But definitely. It's an extra episode a week, and uh, there'll be video. Probably not a video on on the extra episode. Uh, people seem to do audio only on on Patreon episodes. I'll look into that though. It's all fluid. It's all changing. It's all. You know, I'm, I'm not in a closet anymore. I'm on video. We're getting Patreon going. Everything's happening. Um, so you know, we'll figure it out. But definitely go to the Patreon. Sign up. Uh, I appreciate it. You're all my you know favorite people. We're all going to do this together. What is this? I'm not sure. But, uh, all right. Have a great week. Oh, oh, you know, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ray Kump. Also, also check out Our Love is Disgusting with Lucy Steiner and myself. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Have a great week. See you next week. Or I'll see you in a couple days on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs>